Blog Talk Radio. I had to. I had to cut wood in the dark. I got you, Fab. I got your number. I got your number. I just removed it from the chat because I don't want you to put your personal number out there in, in the chat and some troll come by and troll you. So I had to cut wood in the dark while everybody else slept. I had to not just cut wood. I had to figure it out without without that saw binding by itself. As you remember, you have one person pulls on one side, one person pulls on the other side. Well, a staff member had one side of the of the saw at the beginning. He says, if you bind this saw, I'm jumping over this log. I'm going to clothesline you, and I'm going to hold your ass down so much that you're going to, you're going to wish you never bind this saw, and it's going to hurt. I was so scared I was going to bind that saw. And then when I got done doing that, when I got done doing that, I had to carry the wood, the pile of wood on the hill. I had to carry it all the way down the hill, make a stack, one, one by uh, arm load, all the way down, make a stack, and carry it all the way back up the hill and put it back where it was. I did that three times. Three times. I'm saving the worst story for last. I remember one time we was in the gym. And was playing volleyball. And when we was playing volleyball, not volleyball, I'm sorry, dodgeball. When we was playing dodgeball, I threw the ball. I guess way too hard and hit somebody in the face. Didn't mean to. Oh, behold. Here comes the staff tackling me. Take me down, bouncing me off the floor. And then my person gets taken. And I'm glad that they took him, took him for treatment. Sharon, what you cooking? Somebody cook something. What'd you make? Oh. But I'm glad they got treated. But the way it all went down,
it was wrong because how they did it, and it was an accident. It wasn't meaning to happen at all. But as soon as he got hit in the face, it took it kind of a scout tackling me. Bouncing me off the floor. And when you got restraint, I the time the counselor was around. When you got restraint. And it's time to really the counselors talk to you. <clears throat> it's when you get restraint. When um, when your when your family calls you at the group home. You're supposed to have 10 minutes to talk to your family, but you actually got three minutes. You're supposed to have 10 minutes, but you got three minutes. If you don't hang that phone up, you don't hang that phone up, go hang it up for you. Right on your family. Maybe you're in the middle of a conversation telling what you did that day. or what happened that day. But if you spoke about the restraint, you spoke about the abuse, your consequences will be double. I remember one day, I was cleaning the hallway, I was cleaning the hallway and like wiping down the walls, dusting. So when you had the hallway, you had the, you had the boys' bathroom, and I was cleaning the hallway, cleaning the boys' bathroom. But this was not, and I was I had it, and I actually swept it. <laughs> This was not to their critique. It was not to their expectations as they wanted it. I wiped over the door, the uh, over the door to make sure there's no dust down the sides. Still went to their expectations. They find anything to complain about it. And I told them I did my job. I did what I was told to do. I went down all the boys' doors out in the hallway. I done all the knobs to keep the germs down. I wiped all the walls down. I really removed the pictures to wipe behind the pictures, and I had to. Still want to get that expectation. Those staff members told me since I didn't do my my 
duties right so that it cleans the hallway or the bathroom properly to their expectations, then I will regret it tonight. So I had to and I had to get up again. I had to literally pull all the dishes, pots and pans, cups, spoons, bowls, saucers, you name it. Everything out of all the cabinets from top to bottom. Everything out of the fridge ever. Everything. It was a really small kitchen, but I had to pull all the pots and pans, all the dishes, all the similar, all the bowls, all the saucers, all the condiments, everything out of the fridge area, everything out of the freezer, and I had it piled up in the middle of the floor in the kitchen. And then... I had to turn around, knowing they was clean, and wash these dishes. I had to turn around and wash these dishes. And these pots and pans. And I was told... You better hope the food didn't go bad. <clears throat> Since you took too long, and, and the amount of time you're supposed to have this done, I had to stay up all night long to do this. Why everybody else slept. And luckily the food didn't go bad because I probably had another punishment. So, right down, right down from the administration office, on the on the right hand side behind the actually behind the administration office, there's an apple orchard, big old orchard, humongous orchard, ladies and gentlemen. It, ha- it had apple trees. We had to mow that whole orchard by a push mower. And it was huge. Master's going, all right, man, how you doing? It's good to see you. We had to mow that whole orchard, ladies and gentlemen, with a push mower. And we had to work up to midnight to get it done. And the following day, if it was not done properly, if there was a spot missed, you will be out there, back out there again, to remow that orchard over again. You'll be out there to redo it over again. No matter if it was mowed, you'll be out there mowing it. 
there were a lot of kids who was trying to get away from there for a reason because of this. And they got dragged back. They got brought back. Brought back to this pl- to this place. <clears throat> um, I got in trouble one day, and I had a. Uh, We had some snow. And I'll never forget this. We had some snow. And for my punishment, I had to get the push mower out there without the motor and mow the grass. Not just the grass. I had to mow the snow. Boys and us girls. Was horrible. I remember. I remember. My mom coming to visit me. I had permission. I had permission. To visit with her all day. Just as long as I behave. And don't open my mouth about what's going on here in the group home. As long as I got to see my parents, my family, I didn't care. I didn't care. Well, that all-day visit... Yeah. Let's just say we got to have lunch together. We got to have lunch together. But we're supposed to spend all day together. And one of the staff says, Pulls me away from my family and says, I need to speak to you. Talk about me. Tell them they need to speak to me. Pulls me away from my parents. Then I get taken back to the dorm. And I said, I need to go. I wanted to go visit my family. And I was told I was not allowed to go back and visit my, with my family. So one of the staff decides to go back and tell my mother, who goes back and decides to tell my mother, I didn't want to see him no more. And my mother had been told me this, that she was told that I didn't want to see them no more. So my all-day visits was destroyed by the staff majorly. These these visits that I was supposed to have with my grandparents coming too, my grandparents showed up one day 
and um, my grandparents showed up one day to visit me at the group home, and they wouldn't let they wouldn't let them they would not let them see me. I was on the grounds working. Now some come in. And I try to acknowledge them to, to, to say, "Hey, Papa, Nanny, hey." But two of the staff members stepped literally in front of me to cover me up where they couldn't see me. Like stood in front of me. They started looking. They they thought they heard my voice, but they weren't sure. So they they had the nerve to go tell my grandparents. I got in trouble, that I'm not I'm not available to have a visitation. I lost my visitation. So my my family was quit. My family literally quit coming to see me. Literally quit coming to see me. It's, you know, things that we went through, the pain, the suffering of the abuse. I remember we all got, we all, all of us children had signed duties that were to clean the dorms out. Mash, I don't know where you're at, but it possibly, I don't know if it's the one I'm talking about, possibility, it's a chance, there may not be a chance, I don't know, because I'm running into people that was in No, I'm not going to let it hurt, man, it's by seeing the story, speaking about this place, I figure it's time for me to reveal my story. But um, we all, I was on the hill, and we all had um we all we all were signed to certain areas in in the in the dorm, okay? King Edward, just relax in the chat, please. So I had the bathroom. I had the bathroom. The queen, literally, you had to clean the bathroom from top to bottom. You had to clean the bathroom from top to bottom. Shower, shower head, the water, the nozzle where the water, where the water came out at, the spigot area. 
inside and out, like, you know, the windowsill, the window, the mirror, behind the toilet, underneath the toilet bowl, the the thing that holds the water underneath that, in front of it, beside of it, the lids, the base wall, the rim, it had to be shiny, basically. Um, so I didn't get to their expectations. And I, I mean, I, I, I cleaned it. I thought I did good, but I guess I was wrong. I guess I was wrong why everybody else went out and worked and had to do the child labor. I had to sit in the chair in the corner facing the wall because I didn't clean the bathroom right. And I kept on, you know, saying, hey, my time's up, my time's up, you know. They said, no, we'll tell you when your time's up, when we're ready to tell you. Well, I turned back around the wall, look at the wall. Because I didn't clean the bathroom right. And they said I mumbled something, didn't say a word to them. I just turned around to get through this. And before I knew, my body, my head was hitting the wall. And then I was hitting the floor. And the chair I was sitting in, it came tumbling on top of me. It felt literally, when they attacked me, the chair literally, you know, tumbled on me as well. And it was horrible how they did it. And when they restrained you, when they restrained you, they put all their body weight literally on top of you. Never failed. They literally put all their body weight literally on top of you to make you feel the pain, the misery, the hurt. Of course, quit screaming. Quit struggling. We'll get off of you. Quit struggling. Quit screaming. Well, how can you quit screaming, quit struggling if you put all your body weight on, on us? Seriously. And so you know, they literally put the pain on us. Yes, we screamed. 
Yes, we struggled in the floor because it hurt the way they did it. And then what cool. Everything that we went through. At all. I've tried to went to Miss Desi about this. And when it came to the attention about the problem, when it came to the attention about the problem, it got worse. When Miss Desi brought it up to when Ms. Desi brought it up to the administration. Um, it got worse, majorly worse. This gentleman named Mr. Drake, when I spoke to him after I left this place, but I'm going to address this, and I'm going to tell you the horrible story, the worst one that ever happened to me. When um, when I left this place, I talked to Mr. Drake, and he said if he would if he knew about this, he would have done something. But nobody never, nobody never came and, and told him about this. Nobody never made it aware that this was going on. He was left out on a lot. Mr. Drake was a nice gentleman. I will give that. So the reason why I was in the group home and was asked in a chat, because when I was younger, I um, I hung out with the wrong crowd. I've done some horrible things in my life. And I got sent to prison at a young age as a teenager and asked my mom to get me some help. And then she reached out to the group home to get me some help. And then they come to the prison to get me. And and I left the prison, went to the group home. So but yeah, um, that's why I was in the group home. But I was supposed to be there to get help to better myself. So, what I want to do, I want to first, before I do this, wanted to let you all know. I just read, read some recent stories, some very recent stories about this group home. I was in there's other children, not just me, not just the ones I was with in the group home, 
But there's other children that actually was being abused as well. A couple of the staff members were my staff members. Part of the abuse they was going through, the same ones abused me. And the other other, uh, children, too. What I'm going to show you is we'll do a share screen and what I'm going to show you is the group home <coughs> that I was in and keep in mind it started out as an orphanage home for children that was homeless that maybe the parents got burned up in the fire and they was homeless stuck on the street and they was taken in, literally. One day, I am going to share the story of the orphanage home. So here we go. This is Desert Scott Chairman's home. This is the administration right here, guys. Right here is the administration. You can see my mouse moving. That right there, that's the administration. That's what the administration office was. Right back here, that was the girls' dorm. Right there. Right back here, that was the orchard. All that right there. Uh, sorry. Hold on. Get back where I was. All that goes from goes from here to there. Right here is where the orphanage home was. Right in here. Right in here, right there, I'm sorry, this is the orphanage land where all the orphanages were. Right here is the gym. This is new. They just built it. They had a church built there. But that's the gym right there. This is Wilson Hall. That is Wilson Hall right there. That was the boys' dorm right there. As far as the maintenance area, but that that was the gym right there. Right there, as you see, that was the 15, 16, 17-year-olds dorms back there in the back. I thought that was a cop car at first.
There's the 15, 16-year-old dorm right there, 17-year-old dorms. This hill right here, that's where I had to literally do the squats and stuff and row down the hill and run back up, row down the hill, run back up with the football gear on. Take you for a ride. There's something out here I want to show you all. Can't get down that road. So down here was our was another work farm that we had to go down on. We build houses down here for the staff members. So this here was the orphanage home when the orphanages stayed in. That was the orphanage schools, the children's. So now we're gonna get down to the divorces part of the story. I was seventeen and a half years old, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't want to work on my education. I wanted to do what I wanted to do because on my eighteenth birthday, I was gone. I was out of there, literally. And um, but I was out of there when I was eighteen. So I didn't. We had a school at the on the bottom of where I showed you this fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old dorm was, and we had a school in the, the a school in the bottom of it. Well, I was supposed to be working on my education. Didn't want to do it. They have a they had a staff meeting. They had me bring my books up in the staff meeting. They said you're getting ready to get out of here when you're eighteen. What are you gonna do in life? You didn't want to work on your education, how are you gonna get a job? How are you gonna how are you gonna live? So they said they're gonna decide on punishment for me. They're gonna really decide this punishment. This punishment was the horrible Worstest punishment I ever had since I was in this group home, guys. The worstest punishment. And and it was. So the worstest thing I is this in Kentucky? Yes, this is in Kentucky. Um the worstest punishment I ever had was when they made me go up on the ball court and sit down in the folding chair, there was already a chair up there. Um, no, my mic is not off. Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. Can anybody hear me? Tell me you can hear me. Test, 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 test. 
Yes, I had a rough time in life. I don't know why my mic's cracking. I'll just unplug it. So I went up on the ball, the basketball court and in the chair. The staff meeting was over. About 20 minutes later, the staff meeting was over. And uh, well, it's unplugged now. It's unplugged. It shouldn't be cracking. Um, so it's unplugged now. Um, so I, 20 minutes later, the staff came out of the meeting. One told me, I thought I told you to, you need to stand up. That's what he said. You need to stand up. I stand up. One says, I told you to sit down. I sit down. One says, I told you to stand up. I stand up. The only one tells me to sit down. I sit down. The other one says, I thought I told you to stand up. I stand up. I told you to sit down. As soon as I sat down, the one that says for me that supposedly he told me to stand up. Okay. He runs up the hill with all the other staff members running behind him. And he literally gores me so hard. I go flying through the air, literally. And when he gored me, I literally hit my face, my side of my face went scraping right across the basketball court. My face literally went scraping across the basketball court. Side of my face was bleeding majorly. I hit my head so hard, ladies and gentlemen. No, nothing's running against the laptop. So, anyways, I hit so hard. Your mic is off. My mic is not off. Can't be. So I'm going to guess I ain't going to be able to finish this story. Hello? 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 Test! My mic is not off. It's, I can hear myself. I don't know why it's noisy. I'm going to plug this thing back in.